Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is our bonus podcast where we see how much extra content we can squeeze in. Random things that we've been sent in by you, extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with our G and Divas. Now, if you remember a few weeks ago, Jordan was uh, telling us about his tax return and the fact he had sent it to some quote-unquote randomer. Uh, well, it turns out that that randomer actually listens to our podcast. So uh, we told producer Ben to actually work on something and to get the randomer on the podcast as a surprise for Jordan. Hello, Jacob. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. for. Now, I should just say that I didn't describe you as a randomer. Well, this is the thing. This is why I wanted to come on, because, do you know what? Let's give a bit of context, right? So a bit of context. I'm a publicist at a company called Carpet PR, okay? Mm -hmm. I represent, like, TV presenters, some radio presenters, some musicians, and podcasts. One of the podcasts was Help I Sexed My Boss. You know, we worked together for, you know, last year, about three months. We've never met in all fairness. So I was listening to the podcast one night, um, in the bathroom doing my cleansing, and my ears pricked, because... Off of the radio <laughs> is telling the story that uh, at the time he said tax returns for someone, and I was like, "Hang on, that's me!" And I was honestly, I was so chuffed because little old me has got a mention on British Podcast Award nominated podcast. Oh, Jacob, you're so good. You should work in PR. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> however, however, the elation did not last that long because Jordan then continued. And he continues to refer to me as some randomer who used to work on the podcast. And I was like, "Oh God, I know we never met." But I'm like, to be, you know, referred to as some randomers that, uh, that used to work on the podcast. I mean, it, it did kind of cut deep. It's not very good yeah, etiquette, is it? Well, that's the thing. Um, but then yeah, you, you did continue, Jordan, and you did continue to say that um, I didn't reply to your email. And I was like, hang on. I can't have that. You didn't? Uh, I, uh, no, this is the reason I demanded producer Ben that I came on the podcast. I was like, Jordan is dragging the good name of Jacob Beach through the ground, and I've got to come on and sort of tell my side of the story. <laughs> of course I opened a tax return, all right? I was like, listen, 
I dropped you an email and I was like, listen, John, there's a vacancy for the role of sugar daddy in my life and it's yours if you want it. I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, that is, that is a lie. I did not open the email. And I didn't reply at first. And, and there's two reasons for that. So the first of which is when you'd sent the tax return, I was actually having a little holiday. And oh. the phone number that you guys have for me is not the phone number that I use in everyday life just so I can switch off, you know. That's one reason why I I didn't uh, reply straight off. So then as soon as I got back to the office, opened my work phone, I saw John North had been uh, emailing me and texting me. Um, So I I sent you a nice reply back that said something along the lines of, don't worry, Jordan, you know, you're a national treasure. I've got your back. Like, of course, I didn't open the the tax return. Honestly, you didn't even have a quick look, a peeky sneak. I swear to God, to this day, I do not know how much money John North offered the radio in. Well, until today, where I shall now go through <laughs> Jordan's latest set of accounts. Uh, you know, it could have been worse. Oh. It could have been worse. You could have sent me something a lot worse than your tax return. What? Like what? Well, I, d- I don't know what Jordan North can send. I mean, but we, we, we've all done it. I do. We've all sent. <laughs> <laughs> You're only two swipes away from a dick pic. We said that in last week's episode. Well, there you go. See, that could have been worse. I could have made a pretty penny off the news of John North. So that, that would have been worse. So Emphasis on penny. Rest assured. Exactly. <laughs> but I didn't know. I had you back, man. I had you back. And I'll have it again if you, if you did do the same sort of thing. Um, so you are all good. Oh, oh. well, you're very, you're very sweet and very honest, Jacob. That's <laughs> Jacob, to be commended. There need to be more Jacobs in the world. Two things. Yeah. For what is worth, I believe you. And second thing, sorry for calling you a randomer. You didn't mean to call you a randomer. <laughs> No, it's okay. It's okay. You know, um, we all made mistakes and we hadn't actually met, even though we had exchanged some lovely texts on WhatsApp, but we hadn't met, so it's all fine. There you are, Jacob the Randomer, who I've <laughs> my whole entire earnings to. Jacob, thank you. We, we thank you very much indeed, and we will talk to you next financial tax year. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, there we go. That'll teach you to be more careful in future. Right. Um, last week on the bonus episode, mm. I read out a bit of my diary, which I thought would be a bestseller, but it turns out it was awful. I li- listening back to that. Oh, my God. I mean, how did you think that would be good? Literally, it could put a glass eye to sleep. It was that bad. So you've got a bit of your diary for us today, because you've been having a diary since you was a little girl, haven't you? Yeah. So I, I've kept... Oh, my di- God. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, G&D was Williams just picked up a massive bucket it's got like bits of paper hanging out of it well no that that's so this is okay so this one here this is my 2018 diary which okay. I actually started right at the end of 2017 I've gone through stages of my life where for about a period of six or seven months I've been keeping a diary so this is the more recent I'm actually starting again you've inspired me to start keeping a diary again but I also found a typed diary that I kept for about a year and a half in around roughly 2013. When we first met? Yeah, just after. No, just no, after. yeah, because we met in about 2011, 12, didn't yeah. we? Um, so here's, here's the first entry. This was um, March 2013. Had Hattie, Daryl and Jordan round for tea. Made cucumber sandwiches and tea loaf. Presented each offering on a plate with some floral decoration. Sent a photo of the display to my mother, who replied asking which animals I was entertaining. They invited me out for a drink immediately following tea. Not really how return hospitality works, but we went to Zinc next to Urbis. It was very empty and quiet. Bliss. Great. Okay, so far so good. So reading back this story, I don't really like myself. 
filmed this afternoon for Jordan's showreel. Lots of jokes and good lines, but I panic I may have pulled focus a little bit rather than letting Jordan's talent shine through. <laughs> you remember that? I met a showreel... Basically, um, I don't want to be patronising, but those of you who don't know it, a showreel um, is kind of bits of you on the telly. It's like a... It's a it's a demo of you, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's only taken me what? <laughs> yeah, you've got no work off the back of this showreel that we made, but you know, it's fine. You've, we had fun. No, it was it was pigging awful, and I got ripped off for it. I remember you came round to my flat, and we did a how to set a table demonstration. And clearly, I thought I was considerably <laughs> better than you. So I'm so sorry. But then I put here, Jordan then... You are such a bitch. Jordan then treated me to dinner at Carluccio's. Did I? Apparently, according to this, you did. Oh, I remember that. We did. We went for an Italian. Would you like some more? This was the following year. Yeah, go on. I decided to see if my old friend Jordan was available. He used to live with Hattie and Daryl, but has since moved with his work to Preston. He is a presenter of a weekday drive-time radio programme on Rock FM. And I'm really sorry <laughs> about this. You're such a... Quite how he got such a prestigious and regular gig after so many career lows, we are not sure. <laughs> I thought we were friends! What do you mean, career lows? His lowest point was falling asleep during his former morning slot, leaving dead air for 42 minutes. <laughs> was pissed. This was not the first time this has happened, but it was the longest. Jordan is also not known for his reliability, but I took a punt and texted him the week before. I said that it may be a bit of a trek to come down just for a two-course kitchen supper, but if he was free next Sunday, would he like to come? His reply, sounds great, just tell me where and when, was not heartening. After a few texts during the week leading up to the event, arrangements were sorted. Is that when I drove for the first time in my car? Possibly. I had a car with my face on the back and the name on the side of it that said The Home Run with Jordan North. Well. Yes, it was. Anyway, I'm sorry for being such a cow. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute bitch. So what I've now found, I then found, I mean, this is not quite as uh, amusing, in my 2017-18 diary... This is hilarious. These are going to be better than, like, the Queen's Diaries when they're published. I... Yeah, these are never being published. Um, <laughs> I found, Tuesday the 19th of December, 2017, whizzed off to Media City to record... Oh, Ben's birthday! Yes, I bought you cake. Whizzed off to Media City UK to record pilot for Help I Sexed My Boss podcast with Jordan, assisted by Stuart and Ben. Went well, and I hope it will lead to a proper series. All the examples or scenarios today were about office parties or people drinking too much, which was a little bit tiring and samey. But a po just a podcast, thankfully. <laughs> oh, if you can you see Ben's absolute, face. <laughs> absolute. You didn't even like the pilot for our podcast. No, no. The you questions. You off our pilot. You absolute bitch. Have you not got anything nice to say about anyone? Well, wait for it. Oh, there's more. <laughs> because a few a few days later, I have a car... Mike and I were in a car crash. Minor. We were fine. Everyone's fine. No one was hurt. 
Oh, God, you wouldn't have thought you were mad if you were speaking to William, but anyway. Saturday the 20th of January. Due to car crash, I had to cancel my 10am colonic. But after last night's scare, <laughs> there wasn't much left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, I have so many questions. There's so much in my diary. I've started to read it and I've been so rude about so many people. <laughs> And that's why I'm starting writing again. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's, your diaries are actually bestsellers. You see, that's a diary, Jordan. Not had four donuts. <laughs> I can see it. The diaries of an absolute etiquette bitch or something like that. Confessions of an etiquette consultant. Yes, confession, confessions of an Yes, it'll be published when I'm uh, long gone. Well, that was absolutely... This is why I love doing the bonus episodes, because we won't be able to do that in normal. Well, we would, but, yeah. Uh, Okay, we've got some letters of correspondence. Okay, this is from uh, Paula, uh, and this is the running northerner who wrote about uh, getting too close to a particular old lady a few weeks ago. Yes. And you did a a flattering impression of, Jordan. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Hi, lads. By way of an update, I was running past the same bit of two-metre-wide pathway in south-west London last week, and there were two blokes on one side of the path and one on the other side standing having a natter. Pre-incident, I would normally have run straight between them, figuring it was too low risk for everyone. However, heeding Jordan's advice to always give two metres where possible, I decided to mince through the muddy, waterlogged field right in front of them to give them space, and then rejoin the pathway to continue my run. You will not believe this. They shouted after me. That was a bit of an overreaction, love. You could have run between us. FFS. You can't win. The moral of the story is we all need to be a bit more patient and kinder to each other than usual at the moment. In saying that, whilst I did calmly carry on, when I was a bit further away, I muttered bell ends to myself. Oh, brilliant. I love a good bell end. I love it's a proper northern swear word I'm so warm I oh we both oh, if you could see us we both kind I meant say I love saying I love bellend like knobhead bellend and dickhead are like me three best swears if you so there's no better than someone walking past you in the shop or someone pushing in in a queue and you just say under your breath, Bellend. Bellend, that's what I meant. This has been my favourite bonus episode ever. <laughs> anyway, Paula continues that surprisingly she felt a lot better. Anyway, Paula continues, if you do decide to use any of the below, could you give me a heads up? I spat my tea all over my laptop on Tuesday morning when William read out my email and Jordan did his impression. Now my A key doesn't work properly. I have to press it really hard and proofread everything for missing A's. I've still not worked out the story that I'm going to give to my IT department to courier a replacement. Paula. Oh, sorry, Paula. Me and my impressions. Um, I'm glad that our advice 
went down well with you and um, yeah thanks for getting back in touch go on we've got time for one more we'll squeeze one more in William thank you Paula Hi guys, I listened to your last episode. After hearing Jordan's joke about Guinness World Records and learning that William has two recorded titles of his own, I couldn't help but investigate this further, as I actually work at Guinness World Records. William, if the curtsy relay record was achieved in 2010, then I'm happy to say you're still a current record holder. However, I can't find anything for the afternoon tea record. Do you know the full record title? Curiosity is getting the better of me. Uh, uh, yes, it was for the National Lottery. Uh, there are photos on my Instagram, so it's whatever was on my Instagram. Only, you only need to go back a year or two. Um, Jordan, I have tried looking at your record but couldn't really find anything. If you've got any more details about the record, such as the location, pass them on to me and I'll have another dig around. Finally, just as an FYI, I couldn't find the record for the smallest penis, but to put Ben's mind at ease... The loudest penis, the loudest, the loudest, is 99.2 decibels, equivalent to being in the front row of a concert. Don't worry, guys, it doesn't belong to a human. Well, thank heavens for that. How, so that was that was from Anonymous, someone that works at Guinness. Okay, records. can I just say, yeah. I haven't made this up. <clears throat> I remember being at BAE Systems, I think in Freckleton in Lancashire, it might have been in Wharton, and we were trying to make a world record, it was on Granada Reports that night, I remember watching it on the news, I was 11 year old, we'd just started high school, and we were jumping up and down, and there was a, a fighter jet jumping up and down behind, I'm not making this up, if anyone went to Car Hill... It's such a funny image. It, yeah, and it was to break a world record, yeah. How, how, how does an aeroplane jump? It's one. It was specially designed, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I smoke. I really don't. I know. Um, well, maybe you can help Anonymous and Jordan find more information so we can actually work out what that Guinness World Record is. You know how to get in touch. Help at sexedmyboss.com. Drop, drop into our DMs on social media. Send us an email. Go to the website. Tweet us. Anything you want to do, this is what the bonus episode is from. We love hearing back from the people that we offer advice to. So if that's you, please get in touch with producer Ben. Bellend. See you next week. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's perfect. Like if your boss walks past you at work and says something, and as soon as he walks past, you just go, Bellend. Do you think Ben's ever kept a diary? Hi guys. Hi diary. <laughs> Can't we'll be bothered to write today. <laughs> See you next week. Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexedmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexedmyboss.com slash cinema.